Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Philip Leidenbach. Leidenbach? Yes, Leidenbach. Yes. Correct. Amazing. <laughs> Welcome. We've, we've got a new position for the podcast. I'm really excited to film here. That's really comfortable and nice. Yeah, right? Yes, I love it. I love it too. Um, okay, so for anyone who's just listening, that's weird. Um, okay, so Philip, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you will be only the, hmm, the second... I, I don't count gay man like it's a thing, but I, I had Rob on and then there has been a... <laughs> Thank you for not disappointing me because I was waiting for you to introduce me like that. Thank you. Very appreciated. Yeah, but welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, you're you're a representative of the... Like you, you do things for the, the community. I do, yes. Yeah, so it's part of your identity, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, is she going to say it? She's going to say gay, it. Gay, 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 gay. <laughs> this is Philip. He's gay. Welcome. Thank you. You're, You're also a comedian, um, an actor. Yes, right? that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. about it. Yeah, that's about I'm an it. actor, I'm a comedian, and gay, and which gay. is yeah. actually the first. Yeah, I think how I identify is I'm I I like I like penises, but I have a vagina, and I'm a comedian. That's how you always introduce yourself. Yeah, vagina mm. owner, penis enthusiast, comedian. Mm. That sounds good. Yeah, I think it. I can't say that about me, but no, yeah. you don't have the vagina, but yeah, penis yeah. enthusiast, right? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a good start. Yeah, that's actually a good description. I never thought about that. I'm gonna write that now on my profile. Right? It's like I, we're so it's so funny. Still, I think that we're so obsessed with our genitals. With our genitals, yeah. it's like so. Who you are is based on what you do with those bits down there. True, but are we so obsessed with our? Yeah, that's the first we topic we t we talked about. So yeah, yeah well, it's what I constantly talk about. Right. But, True. But I think just with you know, like all religion, with um, identity politics, it's all about you know. It'd be nice if we didn't. And I think you know the whole concept of non-binary identification is trying to move beyond that, right? But like. Like gender and, and sexuality, um, you know, it's also focused on the bits. But don't we talk about it more because of a, of the comedic side of it? Like, I mean, now, you know, side. like not, mm -hmm. not like a serious topic. I mean, of course, we also talk about it seriously, but yeah. I think we are in our thinking way more forward with it that we actually not only do that, no? I mean, just yeah, speaking yeah. about me, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. about what you, you like... So you introducing me as this Philip, he's gay, but yeah. obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I haven't been introduced by anyone as like, this is Anna, she's a slut. Actually, maybe I have actually. That's, you know, I think, yeah, I've started, yeah. Is, like, is that what, what for you is the same? Like, this is Philip, he's gay, and this is Anna, she's a slut. Well, when I say slut, it's like, it's like, <laughs> by, like I think that's the word, that's the, you know, better word no the the more street word for bisexual okay slut right like or, <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> right i'll right. take anything no yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> i read that somewhere once yes yeah, <laughs> That's yeah yeah but you know yes we we play around with it like it's we're we're obsessed with it on the political like society is but then it's also like um but then it is the funniest thing yeah but like, yeah, I mean, we're kind of obsessed, but it's also not so important in a way, no? Yes. I mean, I know it's like that doesn't really go along together, but mm -hmm. we talk about it a lot, but also we don't care about it so much as we talk about it, yeah. if that makes sense. No? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, as in, sense, it no? makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I Are you saying as comedians, we don't care? <clears throat> or Well, as comedians, we obviously talk about it because it's fun to talk about and people laugh about it no yeah, and yeah. like also we can talk about personal experiences mm -hmm. and it makes it more fun sometimes mm -hmm. when we include genitals in stories right because but it's because it's taboo to talk about it that we talk about it i think and that's why it's funnier yeah for us been. it's also more comfortable to talk about mm -hmm. than you sometimes see is it, it is for the audience to listen to, no? We're so more that, that is the thing also, yeah, no? Yeah, yeah, we're more comfortable talking about it than they are listening to it. Exactly, because yeah. for us maybe, and that is the thing what I wanted to say, I think for us, it's not such a big thing anymore. I exactly. think, you know, that is... Exactly, yeah. Although for my first year of comedy, I, like for example, I was really uncomfortable with the word pussy. Like pussy was not a comfortable word in my mouth at all. And but it's by, by doing comedy, it's like it's Jesus not a Christ. Comfortable word in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
actually, I think mm, I think there would be it's a different educational point and different level of comfort. I think probably for male like penis owners to talk about their penises i think whereas the vagina is like it's inside you know like yeah who's really seen it you know it's a, a different co comfort talking about that what about your butthole you've always been comfortable talking about your butthole i mean is that like your vagina like your butthole <laughs> like, as in like in which in which way are <laughs> we talking in all Sorry, ways. Well, uh <laughs> well i would say it I'm actually quite comfortable with like talking about everything. It depends on the people I'm talking to, of mm -hmm, course. Mm -hmm. But maybe more the reasons, maybe more their own comfort. Like mm -hmm. if I feel someone is uncomfortable with that, mm -hmm. you know, then I also feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't want to talk about my butthole with everybody, to be honest. I don't mm -hmm. see the reason <laughs> for it. You know, there are better topics than that. Are you sure? Um, <laughs> well. You know, I think I should talk about my butthole more. No, like, I feel like so many of the clips from this podcast are about anal. I'm like, I know it's not. Yeah, I saw and heard that already. <laughs> like, I'm not that focused. I feel like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not that focused. No, I mean, the more we all talk about it, the less it is a thing. No, Yeah, and right. The, the, the more comfortable everybody feels about it. Yeah, um, I think that's important. I think... Because in the end, it's like we all are the same. And I wonder if, like, I, I wonder how much the taboo, <laughs> I'm doing it again, talking about <laughs> anal, but I wonder if um, some of the, <laughs> the taboo around it slash, you know, connecting to, like, homophobia, <clears throat> it's like it's the anal thing, anal sex. You know, I wonder how much um, people maintain the taboo-ness around anal sex because it allows them to continue being homophobic. Right, right. You know what really is funny to me? That a lot of male comedians, mm -hmm. straight male comedians mostly, like, especially in German comedy, uh -huh. like to talk about or make jokes about anal or buttholes. Uh-huh. Which in the end, not even funny. You're just sitting there and thinking okay you really like to talk about this like mm -hmm. let's talk about it mm -hmm. if you want to talk about it let's talk about it you know that's yeah. the thing yeah yeah so you think they're closet gays or N no <laughs> no i'm not thinking that uh not all of them uh, <laughs> no but it's Just really hopefully. i don't know i Just mean you're also doing german comedies you never yeah, noticed yeah. that um interesting uh i haven't watched that much like I do watch, I, I, obviously I do far more English shows. Yeah. So the comedians that I've seen in the German scene, I haven't noticed a distinct. Um, okay. Yeah, like qu quantity of butthole material actually. Okay. But like the shows that I do, it was are like, rather homophobic and racist in general. Yeah. Um, not even. <laughs> I, I do, I do Alex Ubertov's shows or Hans and Falk or. Okay. Yeah. Or like, like I don't do anything in the Mad Monkey Room, and I think that's probably where the racist homophobia is. <laughs> I've been there once. Eh? Okay, that's okay, no. Like... Mad Monkey Room's a great venue. Check it out, guys. Uh, comedy <laughs> every night. Not in any way discriminatory as a place or um, comedy style. Okay, but um, I don't know about... And Comedy Flash with um, Richie. Yeah. Uh, and with um, Jan, Jan, Jan or Um I have not seen a lot no, of No, true, true, true. But I also maybe maybe that it's a German male thing is actually not even right. It's it's really straight male. And also, of course, mm -hmm. not everybody. But I noticed it's a big thing in general that straight men like to talk or like make jokes about buttholes. Interesting. I'm going to I'm going to have that switch. Or anal, you know, maybe anal. butthole is already so specific mm -mm -mm. that it's more like anal because it's sex. It's, ha. <laughs> it's so naughty. Yeah. yeah. I am not sure. I'm going to listen out for it. Yeah. No. You will hear it now every it single now. time. All the time. You know? I just, I'm always so conscious of my um, contribution to that topic that I'm, you know, maybe I don't hear other people's. But I don't actually have, I haven't got any. Oh, no, I do have. I, I've got a few bits, but I don't pull them out so much. Okay. They're really extreme bits. They're, you know. You No, I'm not going to make that joke now, but like. I just thought about my, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lit literal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or I did that this Where morning. Did yeah. Ooh. I, <laughs> Flashbacks. I actually saw you the first time doing a German set. The first time you ever saw me? Yeah, saw me which was really... Which, wow. 
Yeah, and you remember that? Was it my that first was, one? That was my my very first drum set ever. And it was mine as well. Uh, maybe was not. it? No, was I, it? no I don't know why I just said that, but maybe where was it? In, uh, in um, I forgot the name of the place, but it was comedy, like the in the bar at Oranienburger Straße in Mitte. Oh, yeah. Where Alex also was. Comedy. Oh, it was yeah. that show. Yeah. Okay. That's where we first met. That was met. quite late. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, late at night. Ah, I did. Is that, that an excuse for what <laughs> you were performing on stage? Or? It wasn't a strong set, but <laughs> that, um, that crowd was also very rowdy, I remember. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. You were talking about a lot of holes, though. A lot of holes, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> I remember that. I think I was talking, I think that was when I was still doing the my Tinder material um, in German. And, um, oof, I don't remember that set. But yeah, probably just talking about my pussy. My pussy. Exactly, yeah. My pussy. Uh, that was a weird noise. That okay. was really weird, especially <laughs> after you said <laughs> some pussy. Okay, wow. Special effects working. So that was your first German set. Okay, great. And so yeah. you're doing more German comedy now. Well, I started to. I didn't do it for quite a long time, and now I'm starting to do it because obviously it's really smart for me to do. Yes. Um, I remember you being up on stage. Yeah, and now I do. I kind of got into it now. I still, um, for certain reasons, which I don't want to, talk about here now homophobia um, and racism also <laughs> oh we talked about that already right <laughs> no but like it's it's just a different scene and um it it's also not as much f or it wasn't as much fun as english comedy is to me for me mm -hmm. and um also getting into it it's way more complicated and harder um like getting spots getting spots and stuff and that's frustrating me because you know if it's not depending on how good someone is or how well someone does mm -hmm. or those kind of things if it's depending on other things which are not you know yeah actually not relevant it's that's just frustrating me and annoying so that's why i Definitely. didn't do so much and mm -hmm. i was like okay fuck it now i'm getting more and more because i'm also like yeah uh applied for certain things where i'm like mm -hmm. getting into successfully and nice like, and it's also finding a rhythm with asking for spots like i know German just kind of falls by the wayside because I'm doing shows every night in English. So it's like, I have to be like, ah, oh, ask someone like, oh, can I get a spot? I'll put it in my calendar, make sure I try and get at least one in a week. Yeah. But um, but it's yeah, getting in the role of like requesting and knowing which spaces are supportive of you. And yeah, it's like, I and it also kind of goes up and down for me. I'm like that little sort of, I'm a bit of a princess with German comedy. Not that I think I'm a princess, but like in that I sort of, people ask me and I'm like, oh yes, please. But like, or I just ask a couple of comedians. I don't apply through the usual methods. And so I just, but it sort of comes and goes. Okay. But it comes and goes. I see, I a see. A bit princessy. <laughs> Not that I think yeah, I'm special. Yeah, but I understand but, that. You know I, mean, I mean. But as a female in German comedy, I am a bit, a little bit special because they are a little bit focused on having the, the female quota. So yeah. it's like, okay. So they will come to me, but um, that means I'm a bit lazy. Yeah. Which is okay, you know, but it's also like, I mean, I'm, I'm not, female um yeah. but also you know like since i'm a queer comedian it's for me also i don't want to play every night also like i don't you know even if i would have the chance i don't think i would want to do it mm -hmm. because it's also very depending on the audience and you know how how my material gets across mm -hmm. uh and is received you know you and wouldn't want to perform every night because of the audiences what do you i don't understand that. no like the german sorry that was very oh. complicated uh, no, no, because no, i got a bit twisted in my head when no, i no. was like thinking i'm not a female comedian um, no but as a queer mm. person you know it's also like in german i'm speaking german mm. because mm -hmm. it, with the english audience it's a bit different because mostly especially in berlin you know they come from from everywhere you know so mm -hmm. there's already a difference yeah how the how the audience is you know they have a different, different experience education or open-mindedness or thank you for saying that i did not say that i know I'm gonna, I'm gonna go right ahead and be that <laughs> asshole but like i was saying to kate kate check who was just on my um, most recent episode that like yeah i have very little interest in performing uh in small towns in native english-speaking countries um because they're filled with these audiences that are not necessarily like the audience that we have in English in Europe is educated because they have either had to learn English or they've left their country and had to learn another country's culture and, and you know, exactly language. Yeah. So it's like there's already boom, a different level of open mindedness and I'll say it like yeah, education. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in, in so many different ways, yeah, you know, exactly. and if people come to Berlin 
they're mostly most of them i would say also like you know they're kind of like turned towards like or their experience in with queer people they met queer people like you yes. know that is a big thing for me also because yeah, they it's really important and you don't have that everywhere so no. and you also don't unfortunately have that in german audiences all the time yeah yeah um, yeah totally totally i'm all for continental europe's english-speaking yes, audiences yes. Ah, i love you guys i love you guys <laughs> um no hate to to the native english speakers or to native speakers in the you know like the german germans but it's just it's it's a different level of um joy to no absolutely to it's no that, no that hate at all gets you yeah or hasn't absolutely is open yeah. to things like yeah yeah, absolutely. And I also think then rather German queer people to to stay with them would maybe rather go to an English speaking mm. show than they would actually go to a German comedy show because the material and the things they would yes. expect or like to hear on the stage is rather given an English speaking show than on a German yep. comedy. A lot of the German audience members I meet at my shows, at English shows, um, I say, oh, I also do German and they go, ugh. German comedy is horrible. <laughs> and I'm always like, no, it's great. I do it too. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oof, no. Like all those comedians, no. And uh, and it's got a really, you know, amongst the English speaking Germans, German comedy has a very bad name yeah. for a lot of them. Yeah. Which is a shame, but I think, you know, with us in there. Uh, yeah, we, we yeah. are there for a shift in the business. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Now, let's talk about relationships because uh, you, you saw my book, The Ethical <laughs> yes, Slut. Yes. And I think it's interesting what you were saying about that. Um, so you're in a relationship. Yes. Tell us about that. Uh, I'm in a relationship for six years now, this beautiful. summer. Yes. Six years. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we have an open relationship um, by now. By it's now. funny now I'm. Yeah, we didn't have it all, you know, like okay. we were together for two or three years until we decided let's open it up, uh -huh. which I think is really important because I personally, you know, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that I don't understand the concept of an open relationship once you start a relationship, because I think mm -hmm. something has to develop or should develop. It's again my personal opinion yeah no but this is interesting i um, think when whereas i have a different opinion and opinion of that which i'll share but can you just develop that you think that the first while should be monog monogamous in order to why it should be yeah like you think yeah what you think it should be monogamous for the first couple of years or something yeah i, I don't know how long that depends i think also what you build in which which amount of time no what yeah. amount of time but um and how how the relationship develops and how you know mm -hmm. depends on the individuals of the relationship um but i just yeah to me it just doesn't really make any sense if it's like open from the beginning if it, i don't know i don't see the it's hard to it's hard to tell it's just like because i also never experienced it that i mm -hmm. had a relationship from the beginning open mm -hmm. you know it mm -hmm. i only had it that way um but i think it's it's it makes it helps a lot that the open relationship works very well if you have grown together already and you build a certain base of your relationship you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which if you just get together and you're like yeah we have a relationship now and everybody can do whatever you know you don't know because an open relationship to make an open relationship work and that is also a big part of the ethical slot i think i haven't read it totally but i know a some things about it it's very important the communication and mm -hmm. that there are certain rules yes you know there's also different open relationships and all of that mm -hmm. um but it's it's really important to have the conversation mm -hmm. and i think if you start a relationship there are other things you have to you have to learn communication with your partner no it's not given yes. from the beginning mm -hmm. of a relationship so that's why i think it's important to have your journey with your partner first before you decide to let other people join that journey interesting okay so in your open relationship i'm gonna write that on my wall i actually. think yeah that's yes. in, it's interesting i i so for me i i have had bruh, let's have a look like i've had relationships that have been closed and then opened and then i've had relationships that were Mm, I guess like not 
you know, it was still sort of in the getting to know you stages and we basically decided to have it open from the start, but open in a very specific way, which I explained recently uh, at a dinner with some some kind of newer friends and they were like, wow, Anna, that is the most hardcore way to have an open relationship. <laughs> um, Tell me. It's, it's not... <laughs> I want to know. I hadn't realized it was a bit hardcore until I... Explained it. So I was talking with a friend who um, was in a monogamous relationship and it's since been opened and uh, and it's working really well. And we're talking about and and he was telling me that um, they have different rules. So she says um, she doesn't want to know anything. So don't ask, don't tell. And he wants to know everything. Mm. So like, oh, like because he finds that really cool to know that you mm. know she picked up some like smoking hot 25 year old and, you know. <laughs> Scandinavia or something and and he sees it as a point of pride like he's proud of her when she dominates some new dick you know like uh, <laughs> and she doesn't want to know a fucking thing and yeah. um and I was like oh actually that was a bit like um one of my open relationships which worked terribly like it did not work I didn't want to know anything and uh and so actually and so didn't didn't he but then he proceeded to tell me stuff and I was like that's not the deal now you're hurting me I didn't want to know yeah um and then I said but with my marriage um we had this open relationship where we would only have other sex we would only have other sex we would only have sex with other people if we could see each other like if we're in the same room so we would only um we would never go off and have sex without each other it would just be that we would you know whether it was an orgy whether it was a like another couple that we met whatever it was always that we could see each other and one of my friends was like dude so like you got to watch every like you watched your partner getting fucked i'm like yeah that was the best part like that was the coolest thing but wait a second like so it happened also that you would have someone to have sex with and your partner would just watch like well, would sit there and you would have <laughs> just sit there on the couch un uninvolved yeah <laughs> or was it like you did something together but we would do things together okay exactly. it wasn't like well because what you just explained sounded a bit different it was like okay that's really hardcore it's like okay i have someone coming tonight Can do you, you want to watch us like well, no like you need to be here <laughs> yeah you need, that's our deal you have to sit in the kitchen just and sit and watch all right okay we're moving to the living room now follow follow <laughs> keep up keep up chop chop um <laughs> But no, like it, like just the idea of watching watching your partner be fucked by someone else is what my friend was like. Whoa, like that's I, he was like, I couldn't do that. I, I'm not ready yet. Even though I want to hear about her um, adventures, I I wouldn't want to watch it. And I'm like, I like to watch it. I would like to see it. Okay, mm. but it means you're part of it as well. It's not just this watching. That it's is that you're a part a of big it. part of the book. Also, yeah. I don't know if you read it already. No, no, no. Tell me. Like like the. My boyfriend would be proud of me now listening that I'm telling that. Oh, my God, because he always tells me. Like, that you're able to see your partner enjoying, like, letting your partner enjoy, mm -hmm. you know, and actually be happy about it or enjoy it, too. Exactly. Um, which, And I have to say, um, we are also not talking about it because yep. that, that is basically my rule. Mm -hmm. um, that we're not, like, now after some years, we sometimes... Or if we, it turns out like we were both chatting with the same guy or almost had something, you know, then it can be fun also. Or we think like, oh, yeah, this guy yeah. wants to have something with, oh, with me too. Yeah, but, so, you know, we... Well, then that's a threesome time, isn't it? No, no, we didn't. But, when we talk about someone, we didn't have sex with, okay. but it almost happened. You know? Okay, and it's yeah. Like, oh, you know, uh, how do you know this guy? Well, we almost, you know, like things like that. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Um, so we, but I don't want to talk about it, actually. And um, he would. So we're in the, in the same, but we don't talk about it. But we not so often, really rarely have something together with someone else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then it's totally fine for me. Like, yeah. it's not that I can't stand out. That hurts me in a way, you know, mm -hmm. because we both enjoy with the same person. And mm -hmm. it's not like, yeah. So and then I could watch yeah. my partner having sex with someone else because I'm involved. So I don't yes. I, I totally understand that. Yeah. yeah. Like it's that not just, way. It's like, not being disconnected and watching. It's it's been it's And it's so it. that can be something really, really great for a relationship also, I think. I think it yeah, like every time my ex husband and I, you know, had a new adventure and watched it, it would like it gives you so much excitement and and kind of inspiration and it you know it it, it makes um you more 
into each other and totally yeah, it, it, it gets yeah more you get yeah it, it's all this kind of like um self-made porn in your head <laughs> yeah and speaking of in your head isn't isn't it the fantasy of most of the people anyway so why not just do it yeah. no i mean totally totally i think so many people would dream of doing that and it's the easiest thing to just do and if it doesn't work you don't do it again you know yeah totally it's not ruining your marriage or your relationship or anything if it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah it doesn't have to ruin anything but yeah my ex-husband was very jealous so like would fuck people and then afterwards he'd be like oh so like this couple contacted us back um do you want to have sex with them again i'm like yeah and he was like oh yeah because you really liked him didn't you and i'm like no it's that you didn't get to have sex with the wife that time so like let's do it he's like oh but you really liked him you really like and like okay wow but that's and i was like okay no 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 this that's isn't quite toxic yes, it was su <laughs> super toxic super toxic but it's interesting um you say you haven't finished reading the ethical slide um the first part that i opened up to was jealousy the jealousy yes, chapter yes, yeah and i think that's so interesting the idea of um sitting with your jealousy and uh, experiencing it and knowing that it's you know like trying to identify if it's rage uh, if it's making you feel less than if it means that that's something that you want to do with your partner or if it's something as opposed to you wishing that your partner wasn't doing it or it's like sort of feeling like we're, we're so scared of jealousy and our culture teaches us to be so scared of jealousy that yeah it's quite like it's I'm excited to be in a situation where I might feel jealous again because I want to practice these things and <laughs> um, and, and, and see how I can um, manage that. But just the whole idea of like um, actually telling your partner all the details of your stuff, that's that's an that's an opportunity for you to feel that jealousy and understand what your insecurities are. And then that's an opportunity for right. you to become stronger and well, not just stronger, like, you know, it's not through pain that you become, but like to see you know, truly what you're, what you're insecure about. Totally. Yeah. It's but, real insight. And know? see, this is a point where I think it's, it's really difficult to do that when you just got together with someone. Yeah. You know, that is a point where I think like, you don't even know the person like, yeah, like to, to have a, you know, to, to think yeah i don't have to be jealous or like i can work on that because like there's you have to build a trust, trust. It's you the know trust. yeah it's cool to know that you're not with someone who is going to hurt you exactly and yeah. that's yeah that's i think a big big part of the you have to get to know someone i think for, that makes a lot of sense like yeah unless it's you know someone that you've known like if you're just meeting them and then and then and you meet them and you start it as a romantic thing like if it was like for example an old friend which you know i have never done this or maybe i have once or twice but, but partnered up with someone that i've known already quite a while then i think you could maybe start it because you okay but know yeah but then you know the person i think it's exactly. about knowing not like okay we just exactly. started a relationship but also to to be honest i think that doesn't really happen so much no mm, not in berlin <laughs> <laughs> but i think you know in different parts of the world like i think you know those those people that you already know quite well and you get to know them before you start a romantic love relationship. Okay, that's a possible. different thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. but just only in those, so yeah. Only then would, you know, you already have the trust, but otherwise if, you know, from the get-go, you're, you're meeting them and starting something, then yeah, I think making sure that they're not just gonna, they're not a toxic person, a toxic soul, and uh, and that you're, yeah, you're gonna be safe with them, yeah. Starting clothes makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Yeah, I, I'm really excited to. I'm really like this book. I'm. I also that read the whole chapter on like intentional single, like being single, and I think that is so interesting. This the the way the writer talks about it. It's like you can find the love of your life, and then they die, and then you live the rest the next thirty years by yourself. That doesn't mean you have a lesser life. Doesn't mean you're gonna be on the hunt looking for that next love of your life. You've probably had it. Maybe they died when you were, you know, 60 and you mm. lived to your fucking 90. It's like being single and being okay, being single and taking on lovers and but like staying as a single person should be a more like there's so little in the media and there's so little conversation yeah, about it. It absolutely. should be a more accepted way of life. You're not less than because you're single. <sighs> yeah. No, definitely. But yeah, most of, of, most of everything 
in society is built on like being Couples. in a relationship yeah even a family but the family like male female kids yeah not like the friend family or whatever mm -hmm, you know because mm -hmm. you build like so you are from a different part of germany right yes where are you from saarland oh i don't know you, you don't know where Saarland. It is? is that north do you ever listen to my sets actually i talk about it in all my sets <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wow. Uh, I get the gay All the questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, obviously, you got that. <laughs> I got the gay. I got the boyfriend stuff. I got the... But no what, kidding. What about it's, a, it's a small state of Germany, uh -huh. which goes to the border of France and Luxembourg. It's oh, like before the south part of Germany, before... But you know where Baden-Württemberg and Bavaria is like... Theoretically, the I know The two next are. to each other in the mm -hmm. south. Yes, yeah. And then when the country gets a bit wider, basically, mm -hmm. like... On the west side, there's like it's really little. It has like kind okay. of the shape of a pig. Okay, that's what they always said. Kind of the shape of yeah. a pig. It's a state that's kind of the shape of a pig. Yeah. All right. Not gonna like, make like any the comments whole pig, about. like the whole pig's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has like it's got legs. legs, and then it has like a, it, the the nose is very. Do you say the nose? Is it snout? Yeah, it's very long. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But yeah. That's so random. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But you're gonna look it up later and you're like, oh yeah, I see it. I it's stupid, but yes. I'm gonna look it up. That's amazing. <laughs> um so yeah, I'm from wh what was it? Uh, I was just like, I was just wondering like so, and how long have you lived in Berlin? Well, I moved away from there already when I was sixteen. Oh, like wow. end of sixteen. That's very beginning young. like I moved two months before I turned seventeen, but to Hamburg. I was living in ah. Hamburg first because I studied mm -hmm. in Hamburg. Okay. And then after Hamburg And after Hamburg I moved here, so I'm here now for twelve years. Twelve years. Okay. Two weeks ago was my twelfth anniversary. Happy Berlin anniversary. That's exciting. Twelve yeah. years. Yeah. How long have you been here? Um six and a half. Okay. And you moved from Melbourne. From right? Melbourne, yeah. yeah, direct. Two suitcases, nothing else. Wow, that's exciting. That was full on. Yeah, but I asked the question because um, because that means that you've you know you've built your own community here. Do you have any family here? Uh, well, I mean that's you know I don't have like blood, blood related family, yeah. family here like not at all. No. Uh, but I would totally say that I built my family you know within right. twelve years, and not only with my boyfriend, with my partner, like also with friends who are to me like family. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's it. Like if you know. Having this, like the community that I've built here and my friends, like I have a support network, like I've got my family and I speak to them and, you know, I'm really always very happy to visit them and they're a different type of family, but mm. you build a family of, of, you build a community that's a family when you're single and even when you've got a partner, but, um, but yeah, just sort of why people feel like, you know, you need, you need a partner in order to be complete and it's like, well... You can get a lot of things from different friends exactly, and then you totally. can get things from different lovers. I'm actually kind of like, since reading the single thing, I'm like, I'm kind of wanting to try. I'm very open to having a relationship if I find one, but I'm also quite interested in trying out having like a couple of lovers that I sort of communicate a desire to say, hey, can we like try and do this in like a respectful way? I want to stay single. I don't think we're a relationship pair but i think you know i like having sex with you and i'd like us to sort of look after each other yeah. as lovers and and be you know be respectful like this is a relationship but we're not in a boyfriend it's just a it's just a sex relationship but let's bring the same level of respect and love to how we communicate around it yeah and that way we can move forward and continue enjoy enjoying having sex but we're, we're there's no like exclusivity or partnership or labels you're just a lover yeah and i'm thinking of trying to Maybe do have you have that someone? Um, well, there's a few people that I see, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a <laughs> and there's a few people that I see that I don't, like. I yeah, I don't see them as uh, relationship people for me, for us. But the sex is really enjoyable, and um, and it would be nice to just maybe have that adult conversation of going, hey, no interest in a partnership, but let's let's sort of commit to a few kind of like respectful things so that we can keep having sex and we both feel good about it but there's no commitment or relationship yeah. here yeah and do you feel connected to those people also in a certain way yeah there's like an intimacy Be and, a, and a like a friend like there's a really nice um well connected to i guess yeah like i feel i always enjoy pre and post sex hanging out but it's not like you know we're gonna 
it's not like um yeah let's sort of we there's like boundaries to the hanging out and it's oh, and what what kind it, of boundaries if um, i may yeah, ask yeah sure <laughs> um in that we don't like we know that we're hanging out for it, it in, the, in the sense that the boundary is to keep it a, a casual thing so it's like okay we're not going to spend hours and hours together it's like we'll we'll meet up we'll have some fun there'll be sex we will you know have a coffee and a chat and then we'll say goodbye yeah okay i understand because yeah. maybe once you talked about it and mm. it's like clear you even can spend more time together or mm. you know like because things are clear and I mm -hmm. I don't know, but yeah. just assuming now, it's probably at some point for both of you awkward because both of you think, could it be weird at some point or mm -hmm. could the other think? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all about communication anyways. You exactly. know, it, it all leads there. And once you talk about it, not to tell you now you should talk, you have to do that. You know, you do that on your own terms, but yeah. I think it's a good it's a good thing to do that. I think it's an interesting, I think, you know, I, I lamented it a while ago. I hadn't thought about it for a, a while since, but the idea of it's how stupid it is that as soon as you fuck someone, you respect them almost you treat them with less respect than you would a friend even if they it's like they can be a friend this is not how everyone sh does and it's certainly not how it should go but it often is the way that really? it goes that once you you might have a friend then you fuck and then all of a sudden it becomes the communication somehow becomes less honoring less um yeah like there's a there's because of i think this fear of where it's going i think people often move into a less respectful communication pattern with a person once they start fucking them because they're scared are we are we talking friends now are we talking people who were friends before already yes, or yes. Okay, okay okay that's where you can see it because yeah, when yeah, you just yeah. meet someone yeah that's why yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, really yeah, notice yeah. the change but um but i think yeah this this thing of like yeah i i i feel like this is i feel like there's such a lack in education when we're growing up about communication and like communicating feelings and about looking after people's feelings and i feel like the idea of communicating to people that you have casual sex with about what you want and how to look after each other in a communicate in like in communication god that would like this is hitting me at the age of 35 it's like god damn it like i could have imagine if we had well know, but we, at least it's hitting you now you yeah. know it's like a lot of people will never be hit by these it's, thoughts it's true it's true it's like but it's just such a shame that we don't we don't get an education in how to look after people right. and communicate our feelings and um yeah be like respectful and take responsibility and ah yeah all these things Because I think, I mean, I think also it's a, I think, I think, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> should think before I talk, obviously. Um, know that probably, especially in Berlin, but that's also something everybody in bigger cities is saying. No, it's mm. just here and it's just. Um, that, of course, it's harder to find someone to connect to. Mm -hmm. But my personal experience also in terms of having sex with someone, I mostly have a connection to someone. Mm -hmm. And I can call myself probably lucky that I really rarely experienced it even in the first time having sex with someone. I mean, you never know, but just luckily it didn't happen so much to me um, that I really, you know, was with someone I didn't even want to see anymore again or something yeah. that's really... But like really have a a connection and also for me automatically having sex with someone gives in a way a connection like mm -hmm. i don't know it's also not that i right away have sex with someone like before you know like it as a gay man it's so easy mm -hmm. with all the apps and everything but i really don't like that so much not i don't i'm not judging it i did it and it's like totally fine and it's great that we have the opportunity to do that mm -hmm. totally um but like you mean like um okay so when you talk about having a connection with someone you mean you're attracted to them th like it, you know 
in their person, how they are as a person. You're connect. The connection is you're attracted to them and it feels good with them. And you. Well, yes, yes, but also not saying that I'm not also only attracted to seeing their photos and their mm -hmm, genitals mm -hmm. to yeah. finally close the circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's easily we're easily attracted. Oh, I'm easy. We like I don't know. Um, easily attracted to. We're people. all easily to attracted point, to. Though, like, there are still lots of people that I'm like. like exactly, in, and mostly I, it's also such a sorry. To, no, no, no. Such a short time of attraction. I think I actually just I wrote I just wrote. The other day, I finished a bit about I didn't do it yet, but mm -hmm. in German also. Mm -hmm. um, might have to translate it anyways. I'm not doing it in German. About like uh, <laughs> um, when you're in... Um, Uh, 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 when you want to have sex with someone or you you know like you want to have a sex date because you're like looking forward to that and mm -hmm. you, you kind of plan to finally have sex again or whatever mm -hmm. and um, but you don't know who it's gonna be um, what do you mean like who you're gonna have like you're on the apps and you're trying to find someone for tonight or tomorrow okay. you know like okay. this kind of that's thing that's not how I operate at <laughs> all That sounds amazing. No, fine. I'm not. I'm not saying that I operate like that. Okay, but like, but, but that's it. But that, but that speaks something of the gay community versus the like me. Like I, I can't. Uh, yeah, for me, I don't ever have a plan of like I want to fuck and I, and I like you know can open the app and find someone. I never. But it, being horny and like they don't work like that. Like, oh wait, my po long. my point yeah, because yeah, maybe yeah. then it, my point is that uh, then in the end. Um, you have way less stress and this sometimes most of these times the same satisfaction mm -hmm. if you just make it yourself make what yourself make make yourself happy that night oh masturbate masturbate <laughs> <laughs> right eat dessert you know, you know what's your favorite movie but have a have a solo date yeah like yes i'm talking like it's uh, from my perspective mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and uh, uh, as a male perspective mm -hmm. um, that I think most of these times when you're in the apps and you're like oh yeah and then you know you make each other so horny with like sending photos and whatever mm -hmm. and like and then you think oh my god I have to meet and actually and uh, you're saying actually the attraction or the sex isn't no that maybe it. you're really attracted to that person mm -hmm. but do you really need to meet a random person that night to have sex with or yeah, no. is it does the feeling go with blowing it all out yourself you know <laughs> <laughs> i would say no i would say the thing is that for example i okay so that's it's just an interesting um uh, construction there for me because uh i don't think for me whether or not it's because i'm a straight woman but i i don't um not straight queerish but yeah very very rarely is there a woman that i'm like yes but sometimes it happens but um i can't use the apps for a quick hookup like i theoretically could but i uh it can go so wrong like i yeah, never yeah, yeah. i never look at like for me the apps are not a quick a quick um fix at all yeah. apps are actually the longest way to get sex the fastest way to get sex is to be in a club and scan the room and be like bingo and that's what you know that's You don't have to tell me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like, if I'm like, I want to fuck, then I'm out. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and thanks to comedy, I'm often out. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so. So, what is exactly the reason for you doing comedy? <laughs> <laughs> get, no, um, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. But it is a, it is a, um, it does happen like that. Uh, um, but uh, hold on, I'm getting distracted. I'm getting <laughs> lots of flashbacks right now. But but in terms from last of like, night or yeah, well, sorry, from, yeah, this morning. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very fun, very fun. Um, but but actually, so um, the whole thing of like, I want to fuck. There's a few people I could contact, for example, if I you know. But often, yeah, the fastest way is to. Yeah, because like, contacts can be busy, right? You don't know. So it's like the fastest way is being out. But then is it worth it? I would say if you do ever uh, have chemistry with a person, I've had a very good run recently of people that I meet and within a few hours have sex with and that the sex is very good and... Uh, How many are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't do numbers, okay? I'm not going into numbers. Uh It's been a very um, eventful year, I would say. You obviously do numbers. This, I do not. I do not. I do not. Uh, when I went to the um, to Checkpoint, uh, the STD clinic, yeah, 
yeah, recently, and they asked the numbers, and there I was, like, with my hands out, <laughs> counting them on the fingers. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Can I have your hand? <laughs> yeah, I need more. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Needing to get everyone in to uh, give me their fingers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it felt, it felt so obvious in front of all the people sitting there filling out the forms, and I was like, fuck. And I was like, oh, no, and that person, too, and just, like, trying to trying to count but um but yeah so what i'm saying is um those those like i want to fuck hookups have actually it's a different you know you'll look when you do that you're looking for intimacy and you're looking for someone to like you're looking for that dynamic of of fucking that you don't get by yourself so. yeah i think maybe how i explained it you're totally right but maybe that's also not exactly how i meant it you okay know? how do you it's, mean it uh, it's mm, more this like i don't know as a man and then you're horny and you like you think you want to have sex and you would invite someone randomly to like but actually it's actually you're not looking for what you exactly said you know it's actually you really just have to you're really just wanting to to blow a load yeah um man i really yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to get, I really want to squirt again. I've only done it once, but um, that is not. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> it's like, I was like, what's she saying now? Is the timer? Do we have to stop? Like, ah, no, of course. What else would come now? Right. She's going to talk about squirting. Yeah. Of course. It just feels like the most, like, if I could do it more with more regularity, it would, it would just feel like sex is so much more balanced. Cause like the way a man jizzes is just like, ah. Oh, it's so wonderful that you have this like visual thing of release as yeah. well. It's super cool. Like I love it. I, I, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no go, keep, don't be sorry. No, no, no. I because I, the thing is, I can't really. I to be honest, I can't say a word about this. I'm, I just wanted to say I really <laughs> wish for you to to make it happen more often. Yeah. But that's all I can say about this because yeah. like, yeah. zero knowledge. Zero. No, I bet. I'm I bet. Sorry. So but you are a gold star gay. You've never had sex with a woman. Well, you know, um, yes and no. What the fuck? You can't have yes and no. <laughs> of course. You can have anything. Yes. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> it's 2022. <laughs> Make your mind up. Um, no, the thing is, like, I had girlfriends. Um, you know, I knew that I'm gay quite in an early age. But you growing up on the countryside and being surrounded by you know the society shows you that that's maybe not the best choice in your life choice sorry it's obviously not a choice (laughs) um sorry it's a a better choice to play the straight life or go to play the straight card and go the straight way um to lie to yourself of course i tried it and it was also not always present like there you know like it was in my subconscious also a lot you know where i was like yeah i know i'm attracted but like i can have a girlfriend you know kind of like you know because i had girlfriends and i liked them a lot and i was into them and i was attracted by them you know Ah. and i'm until today i feel really sorry that i actually kind of really back then broke hearts like really it really but i also cannot you know it's it it it's it hurts me or it's sad to me that mm-hmm. i did that um but i'm also okay with them now and you know it's all fine yeah. um i know that back then it was probably really hurtful for them way way more than it ever was for me mm-hmm. but you know i was also in a really that's not beautiful great to situation. hear you say that though. that's yeah yeah i feel like you just healed some part of the pain that i've had when i've been with gay men <laughs> Oh. Or, or with, 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 with people that have um yeah have not been sure about whether I've never I never had a boyfriend that um became gay but I did have a partner that in the middle of our relationship um they said uh, actually I'm not sure if I'm gay or not and it was just like wow like okay just, yeah like, sort of unval- invalidated all of my sense of yeah us together but yeah that's really lovely and I'm and I'm sure your ex is really sounds like you were really you know you've you've been really responsible about that since and yeah yeah totally i mean you know you it was really i mean i could have said that is a you know because back then Mm -hmm. unlike your partner you're just talking about i didn't even i wasn't even able to say sorry we can't be together because of this reason you know i broke up this relationship for different reasons for other reasons which were only excuses Uh you know uh uh i mean the first one i'm thinking about now actually 
that was just when I moved to Hamburg and uh, that that was with end of 16 a horrible change for me you know that was so hard for me that that was the reason actually like okay. not that you know that was for me like I can't do that anymore and like I need to it was a long distance thing between yeah yeah we just yeah. got together a month before you I moved, moved two months okay yeah um yeah so but to come back also to that uh, topic uh, I didn't want to jump to the, the squirting and sex topic no but um I I tried it mm-hmm only with the with the second partner i'm thinking about now we tried it didn't really work um of course because it was a a thing in my head you know and mm-hmm. i knew and then i was like oh i want to have to make it happen because like you know i really i would have loved to but mostly we ended up just smoking a joint and going on with our life <laughs> instead of okay so you didn't really okay it didn't okay so like interesting you know, we like we're on the way there, but it never really worked out. It's a very sweet way of saying it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So it didn't. I really... just explained it right exactly as it was. Yeah, that's very. That's very sweet. It's very sweet. Um. Okay. So <laughs> yes and no. You have yes and no. You've been with uh, with a woman. Okay. No, but you you understand now why I said yes and no. no? I do understand. I do understand. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like understand. because we tried to have sex, but it didn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. And then from then, how long was it before you had a, a male relation? Male, male. From then, when that happened, well, with her, that was then when I, uh, in between Hamburg and Berlin, I was for a little while uh, in Saarland again uh-huh. uh, um, for work. And then when I moved to Berlin, basically that ended again. Um, but then I was, which is still crazy until today to me, that I was living in Berlin for 12 years now, eight, like four, three, four years, mm-hmm. three and a half years mm-hmm. or three. And yeah. What is okay, happening okay. outside? Wow. Um, until I actually had something with the, the first so experience with a man. Before your first three, experience. Yeah, I was living experience. here for three. Wow. Yeah, and until I had the first ex- uh, from the day I had the first experience until I actually came out to my friends here, I was still kind of a year. Interesting. Yes, it was That's a long journey. Very interesting. And then still almost a year until I told my parents. Yeah. Like here, everybody knew yeah. for a year, and I was like kind of living that life already. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Your first experience, do you mind me asking? Your first experience, was it um, just like a one-on-one situation or was it more like it's a classic? It's a really funny story. Okay, yeah, can you? <laughs> I, I met yeah, him actually. Um, I was away for two months because I had rehearsals of a theater piece in the South and mm-hmm. I was two months out of Berlin and I came back. So I was like, oh, I'm finally back. You know, two months is a long time and I wanted to celebrate yeah. with my friends. And we went out and um we want to go to Berghain and we didn't get in and then we went to uh club de visionaire and we had a fun time there and i even met a woman there girl who i'm still friends with today um mm-hmm. different story but also really funny and um we were super drunk and we you know we were on our way home in the morning um and I was waiting for the tram and or I actually got on the tram, the M10 to, uh, to I used to live also in Brenzlauer back, but a little further away where I live now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to take the M10 to Eberswalde and um, I was so, you know, it was like a, it was May, no, it was 1st of June, 31st of May or 1st of June, but mm-hmm. it was beautiful, Summer. sunny first of the f- mm-hmm. some of the first days of mm-hmm. sunshine in the city and i was on m10 going home sunday morning and um totally wasted <laughs> and um i couldn't stop looking at this man sitting uh-huh. across from me in the and you know i was so <laughs> that i obviously he told me later i didn't even notice that i did things like you know sending him signs like with my tongue <laughs> doing things which i hope i never done afterwards or before because it sounds really awkward <laughs> but you know that was what made him being interested in me or you know recognizing me realizing that i'm into him and um, so i was obviously staring at him and then we both got out at eberswalda uh-huh. 
But I was like, fuck, fuck, he got out. Did he get out now because of me? What's happening? Is he following me? And I, w- I wanted to walk home, mm-hmm. uh, which back then I used to live in Bonholmer. Do you know? No. It's like if the top of Schönhauser. Okay. The uh-huh, top. Uh-huh. So I wanted to walk from Eberswalda to there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, also like, you know, it, it helps in the morning too. Uh, after a party out. to walk exactly um so but i was walking and then i um do we have time that i felt his whole yes. story yeah, i'm, try- well, I'm trying yeah. to make it uh, quick anyways he was like <laughs> behind me and then i stopped to see if he would come and talk to me and then he came he broached me and back then i also barely spoke english like oh mm-hmm. i sp- did speak English but not really well mm-hmm. and uh, he started speak English to me and then we kind of like communicated but I was like fuck it's Sunday morning broad daylight if someone sees me this is my neighborhood you know like I was shit scared that someone would see that and would know so like then was like he was like yeah. are you gonna come to my place and I was like uh, I don't know and then uh, I don't know something he he left again because I wasn't sure and then in the end I was like fuck I have to do this now so to make it short, we ended up at his place, mm-hmm. which was kind of halfway to my place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so scared. I really, I was so scared. Um, I put my, this is such a stupid story. I put my wallet, um, I wrapped my wallet in my pants mm-hmm. and put it somewhere where I saw it because I was scared he would like somehow see who I am or where I live. As if he would have been interested in, not at all. But that was in my head. It's like, fuck, he cannot know who I am after this, you know. And then we fooled around a bit. And then he also, he actually came from Berghain. So it was really fun. I was like, oh, we, you know, we were supposed to go there. But it didn't <laughs> happen. That's crazy. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, we fooled around a bit. And then he was suddenly like talking about, yeah, maybe my friends come over. They're just on their way home from the party. I was like. Uh, no, 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 I won't be here when anybody's coming in this uh-huh, house. Uh-huh. And uh, so I left, I left uh, and I went, actually, I went to to Mauer Park to the flu market where my flatmates back then had like, uh, were selling stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I came there, I was totally like, you know, this happened to me, my brain was somewhere else. I was mm-hmm. totally overwhelmed. And they were like, Philip, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just partied too much. And I was like... <laughs> It was crazy. It was crazy. That's so interesting. That was the first night. That's so interesting. It's so funny. Like your first, um, your first sexual experience uh, started on a tram. My first sexual experience started on a tram. (laughs) Really? You know that I told my friends about that. Like I was back then. I was working in a in a bar and in a kind of like a queer bar already. But I was still the straight person working there. (laughs) And then afterwards, like when it came out at some point, I told my colleagues there my gay colleagues and they were all like philip how did you do that like we all wish we would have met someone on a tram or had this encounter in a fucking train on our way home yeah. how did you do that it's like I don't you know. make it it happen. was it awkward happens. <laughs> it, happens. it happens if you don't want it then it happened i don't yeah. know it was just yeah that's like uh yeah like once i got i got um I left a club to get a taxi for a friend and then they wouldn't let me back in. And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was standing out the front and uh, rolled a cigarette and this guy was standing next to me. He was pretty cute. And I asked for his lighter and then I asked him where he was going and he said he was going home. And then he said, do you want to come? And I was like, yep. <laughs> no way. <laughs> which tram was that? Which club? It was the same. No, which tram? Which tram? Oh, no, yeah. this was a different one. The, ah. the, the tram is my, like, ah. in high school. Ah, okay. No, no, but this, I shouldn't say the club that I, I it's like, it's just ridiculous. But um, that that was in Berlin. That was on, uh, that was in no count. But, um, but the tram so- story is just my first ever boyfriend, actually. Like, boyfriend that I kissed, my first kiss, uh, and my first, uh, I guess... Uh, sexual encounter yeah sexual encounter i don't know why i'm getting um hesitant saying it my first yeah finger, me neither like fingering didn't we talk about everything exactly. possible already you've been so sweet and like just you know using euphemisms so i'm like should, <laughs> I, go, should i go hardcore with details or not jeez <laughs> um but yeah that was uh i met him on the tram on the 64 oh. the east brighton and uh we used to uh there was uh at the front of my school uh, it was the tram line, and we had th- like five other schools that would get on that tram. 
from sort of the start to finish. And uh, so you knew everybody, but the, the, the guy that I was flirting, like we would have like five stops together or six stops together and to flirt. And uh, <laughs> and so I got to know this guy. Can called, you show me how you flirted Aaron. with him? <laughs> I probably like kicked him and insulted okay. him, you know, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah like high kids, school. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and eventually like exchanged numbers and then went for a date. And I remember first date was at, um, uh, we went to the cinema, of course, and we watched the movie Blow. Uh, okay, interesting. Yeah, was, How old have you been then? I was, I was 14. Yeah. Which, that's a crazy movie to a watch as movie. a date when you're 14. <laughs> Wow. It's a really good movie. <laughs> it is a really good movie, but not when you're 14. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why I like drugs and crazy <laughs> Why you ended that. up in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. Next up, Mexico. You know? <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, so that was, that was that. That's so funny, tram stories. Yeah. Um, we're going to wrap up in a second. So do you have any um, anything, like we've got like four minutes, I would say. Do you have anything... Um, you would like to bring up or any any questions or things to come back to or something <laughs> you definitely <had>. not <laughs> <laughs> let's not come back to anything we talked about no <laughs> no kidding, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no do you have anything i'm just trying to think if there's any points that we didn't like that we started and then got sidetracked by or not but um hmm. no i don't think so I don't think so. I can't, shall I say quickly something? Because please, uh, I, there, there's more to the story of the, what yeah. happened after the M10 yeah. because I was please. so confused and I wanted to, you know, it was like, okay, the secret is now not only with me anymore. I share it with someone. Uh -huh. So I need to see that person again. But I couldn't remember where he lived, where uh -huh. I got out. I only remembered I got out of the house and then I saw the the the, 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 the U-Bahn tracks above the street, so uh -huh. the viaduct there. Uh -huh. um, so I knew around Schoenhauser, obviously, where like somewhere there. And I was looking for him for days. So, Holland, why did you want to see him again? You wanted to communicate Because that. I was like, I have to do this again. Now someone knows. And I I did it already, so he knows. So if I see him again, I can at least do it again with him. Okay, so you wanted to explore more. Exactly, okay. yeah. Yep. Because I knew, you know, so it was for me finally like, a, you know. Ah. So anyways, I was Very looking exciting. for him for days, like mm -hmm. literally driving my bike in the rain the streets up and down there and i couldn't find Whoa. him because i couldn't remember i was really and then i met him i met him one, like a week after and i met him on the street and i was like hi do you remember me and he's like yeah of course and then we had a little chat and i was like uh do you want me to see me again maybe and he's like yeah yeah sure let's change numbers and mm -hmm. now the funny thing i didn't want to give him my number because i was so scared you know he would have my number he would have way too much information about me could you be more German? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's like, and then I, also stupid. I mean, you know, it's like. It, but it says so much about how deeply um, fearful totally, you were totally, about yeah. being, being you and, and engaging with people that you're attracted Absolutely, to who yeah. just happen to be the same sex. Or, yeah. yeah. And then he gave me his number oh. and he was like, you know, once I text you and you text me back, I'll have your number. <laughs> And so I gave him the number of I back then I had like an old phone which I was just casual like still connected to my dad's number because you know I was kind of young so and mm -hmm. I would give him that number which I only used with texting with him actually and my own phone where everybody could basically see when I you know yeah. I was really uh, kept it separate for like I don't know How long? half a year or whatever like uh, it's quite a process yeah but yeah that was a uh, it's actually fun to me now the the the, the number story that's I just thought when funny. you said we exchange numbers I was like wow with fourteen like it took me such a long time <laughs> until I exchanged numbers with twenty four. <laughs> You're hilarious. But yeah, that's so yeah, funny. That's well, it's no, it's it's like no pity or anything, but like it, it you know that makes me. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of sadness that like you were there was so much fear. No, of course, know? of course. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now you know now I can talk about it, and yeah, it seems and all really funny. Yeah, it's like really I met this guy on the M10. It's already it's ridiculous, and I really I have the pictures. You know, I, every single picture of that way I have yeah. in my head still. So it's a beautiful yeah, story. It's really it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's a, are you still in contact with him? No, I was for a very long time. Um, and that's a funny thing also because he also wasn't really like 100% like I'm gay, uh -huh. which was also helping me a lot, for you know. Sure, for sure. But like, I think that's why also at some point, because 
I developed from that quite quickly, you mm -hmm. know, and then that might have been not really right for him. And mm -hmm. then we kind of lost contact and he moved away. He was not, uh, obviously, that's why we talked English. He wasn't from Berlin. Okay. He wasn't German. Um, and he moved back okay. to his home country. Okay. Which, you, you know, out of uh, Datenschutz, I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you can just leave his phone number. Brazil. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're a, I'm a big fan of Brazilians. I think I never had anything with a Brazilian afterwards. Oh, really? I haven't had mm, many at all, but just all the Brazil, like just just all the Brazilians that I've met, I've always like all the ones that I've met have just been very lucky. Have I've always had a really lovely vibe mm. with them. Yeah, and most of them not sexual, but like just really, you know. I mean, I'm, I know uh, some Brazilians and mm. I really get along with them well, yeah. but I didn't really have yeah. sexual encounter with Brazilians, yeah. I think. Me only one, really. But yeah, yeah, I might have to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a just quickly... Well, there's another comedy night coming <laughs> up tonight. <laughs> but do you have a just quickly, I'm just curious, do you have nationalities that you tend, like, are there nationalities that you have, uh, yes, like, represent yes. a high number in your... Yes. Do you want to share them or not? Well, that's also part of my sets, which you never listen to, obviously. <laughs> Come on. I that I'm, a lot of <laughs> I'm very... well. I think I've only seen your set twice. True, that's true. Australian? That's true. Mm. Well, the, my boyfriend is Australian, mm. but I'm actually really, really into uh, Americans. Like from the US. Ah, US Americans. Interesting. Which I can't even explain it. Mm -hmm. um, it just happened. Like once I got the thing rolling, it yeah. just happened that... You know, going out here, going to clubs, a lot of Americans, American mm -hmm. men always visit. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and I'm mm -hmm. into a bit of a higher age uh -huh. man. And it just happened to be always Americans. And uh, so I have a lot of friends uh, from the States. all over oh. in the States. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I have been with very few uh, US citizens, I would say. Uh, very few. But... Yeah, mine my, my numbers are yeah, like sp Spanish is insane and then um and Spanish speakers. Like <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> okay. It's just like do they always have to speak Spanish? It's 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 crazy. And then um But it just happens. No, you yeah, just that, see that and happens. that's the same with me. I don't know why don't it know happens why. like I don't know why. I don't know why. Like my ex-husband was Colombian and then um like after that it was just like yeah. Because of blow, obviously. Because of blow. I'm kind of blame <laughs> now Johnny it all Depp. Makes sense. That's it. That's it. It's, it. That's where it's done. Yeah. Actually, I okay, we've got to wrap up, but actually, um, have you seen the film? Otherwise, this is the end of the conversation. Have you seen the film um, Desperado with Antonio Banderas? Yeah, but like years ago, yeah. when it came out, probably when I was not old enough to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Uh, I recently tried to watch it again. I could easily try. Like if I had weed, it would be very easy to finish watching. I'm not very good at watching movies. Anyway, um, uh, but it's... You want to tell me now you don't have weed here? Okay. Yeah, Different conversation, I but... I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke weed. Um, I would get edibles once um, it becomes legal in Berlin. I love edibles. Soon. Oh, yeah, soon, right? Yeah, for just... Yeah, but um, what I was going to say was, yeah, rewatching that, it's just like it is the archetype of what I think I, I became attracted to a like super moody, like a uh, like 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 dark and mysterious musician who uh, is like a Spanish speaker with long hair. I was just like, God damn it. That's like that is exactly the type that I've gone really? for. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that movie. I'm going to watch it again now. Also. Yeah, it really got in there. And maybe I should rewatch Blow as well and see exactly how much of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can only assume. Jesus, the things we were exposed to. Funny, yeah. Very funny. All right, let's. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug? How could people find you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> uh, I love that. And that's where it all began, <laughs> and where it always ends. <laughs> Plugging. Uh, <laughs> no, what did you actually want? Yeah, so do you want? Do, yeah, like. do you have? Do you have a? Should people find you on Instagram? Do you have any shows yes, coming up? Find me on Instagram. Yeah. Philip Leinenbach. Philip Unterstrich Leinenbach. I don't know the English term. Mm -hmm. Underscore. It. Yeah, underscore. And that was hard. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh, do I have any? Well, yeah, but I have a 
show coming up tonight, which is not interesting for the podcast no, right now. No, I'll probably put this out tomorrow. Um, but uh, I'm around. You're around. I, I, yeah. I'll be around on the comedy stages of the city, and German and English. German and English. Good. If they want me in German, but yeah. Of course they do. Of course they do. Well, um, I uh, I'll probably put this out tomorrow. So if uh, if you're listening and you're in Berlin, come and see Three Girls One Mike tomorrow. That's with um, that's with Luana, Matei, and uh, and Maya Upchurch and myself. And otherwise, um, find me on Instagram if you don't already. Af Barros. Um, that has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. It's been such a pleasure. Philip. Thank you for having me. Thank that was so really much. fun. So much fun. Thanks. Thank you Thank and you. goodbye. Bye.